I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James the Justice Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And this time, we'll be hunting the Gendron. Ooh. Alpha monsters that lead Genprey packs, larger than their brothers, and with more prominent crest, Gendron used the venom in their highly evolved fangs and claws to paralyse their prey. So it's our first, no, second story of many uh, just a dinosaur monster. I mean, there's just a dinosaur, and then there's the drones, which really are just dinosaurs. Yeah, although I think the Gendrome is one of the more interesting dromes out there um, in terms of like how it, how it works and how it's kind of evolved from the rest of the dromes. But I suppose we'll get to that in due course. Yeah, it has at least got a thing. The big difference, I think, between these and like your Macaws and your Jaggies and that doesn't even look that much bigger than the prey. Um, some of them can be, but... They're a little bigger, like, it just depends on the... But when you see a few of them from a distance, it can be quite tricky to tell which one's boss. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially once you knock the crest off. Yes, definitely, that's what I saying. But I think like, the, the fact they've got the kind of two bigger fangs is a bit of a more of a giveaway. Also, it's tough to see that at distance, so... I think it's just when you're charging into a pack of the brothers, it's like, uh, which one am I going for? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or if you're just, like, looking at the pack from a distance, you're like, um, are you in this area? Because I haven't actually like, discovered you yet, like, so... Target cam's, like, really useful. Well, that's what I mean. discover the monster yeah. to get the target on them is, is when I'm normally a bit lost. My big issue with them is just they're so bloody skinny. I'm like... When you got the longsword and you're trying to get in your uh, your aerial attack to build up your bar, it's just it's not happening. Yo, I wouldn't even bother with aerial style on the dinosaur monster. No, I started to think I like, won't with these guys. Yeah, they're 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 too much of a small target and they jump about too much. So before I get, I did actually do some proper research this week. Ooh, yeah. The, uh, We're a real podcast now. The suffix drome means that which runs or moves together. So the reason they've got Drome on the end of their names, ones like this, is they're just that they're pack leaders. Fair enough. That's weird. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that for Buildrum, though. No, but I suppose it is sort of boss of the, the Bullfangos. Yeah, it I wouldn't really... I would definitely say that for, like, the Velocidrome, Gendrome, Iodrome, because mm. there, there is a real pack mentality with them, and I think that's part of their fight, is that there's so many little the annoying buggers about that, you know, it, it, it's... Part of the, the, the overall fight is that they'll be there to either knock you away or just generally get in the way and be annoying. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I even tried to work out what the Gen bit means at the start of the name, but, but there wasn't such a clear answer for that. Um, the word Gen can just mean like a million different things. Uh, it could just be General because he's the boss one. General Drone. Uh, that's where that's uh, where Drone comes into. But then, then if you're looking at the other ones, you've got like Iodrome. I don't really see how that would apply. No, that's why one of the other theories I came up with. Uh, apparently, the sun, the word Gen, it comes from chemistry, and it's when something produces something else. Hmm. Yeah, that's that does paralysis. So, yeah. paralysis. And then Io, in chemistry, is when you don't produce anything, and you've also got the Iodrome. It produces poison though. 
I know, so that's why that sort of fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, I'm wanting something here. Yeah. I've cracked the code to the but, names of the drones. I, mean, I guess I may be like, uh, don't really, you can't get iodine poison, can you? Um, no, can't leave anything. No, so I don't, I don't think it's the chemistry thing. Nope. I suppose that goes back. That kind of leads us on nicely to the the Gendrome's main gimmick over the over the rest of the drums is that it, of course, can paralyze you and does so with annoying regularity. I feel like at least one fight it goes. Every fight I fight the Gendrome, I'll get paralyzed at some point. I do think it's quite a hard one to dodge as well. Like, yeah, he's it, he, he's it is quite the part of it. Yeah, it's it's fangs. So it's where the the paralysis the paralysis secretion comes from, isn't it? Yeah. Fangs and claws, according to the... Uh, oh, the claws, too. Monster notes, yeah. Oh, there we are. I believe you will get you with the bite attack. Like, it's the bite attack, I think. It's me. just so quick, and it's not got, like, a massive tail to it, so you can happen at any time. Mm. Makes me think of a vampire, his big fangs, and the way he like, sinks him in and paralyses you. Yeah, mm. I will paralyse you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Mate, what was that? It was, uh... What? Ah, ah, I want to paralyze you. <laughs> um, fun fact, despite this being episode four, it's the first time we're doing a monster from the first game. Really? Yep. I mean, unless you count Bullfango. Yeah, I don't really, though. Like, big monster, though. I suppose. Yeah, this is the first big monster we've covered who was in the original Monster Hunter. Was there a desert? I'm assuming there's a desert area in the first Monster Hunter, then, I'm guessing. Cause... Oh, well, I mean, there's a desert area in every game that's ever been made, isn't there? So was Gendrome like the very first like that was just like a dinosaur? No, Velocidrome was yeah, the first Velocidrome game. The first. I definitely remember like as I said, I watched a bit of a playthrough of Monster yeah. One and PS. I'm trying to remember. I thought I would have been wrong. I'm done that yeah. And Velocidrome was the f- the first big monster you hunt in that game. I'm guessing Gendrome then rolls up in a desert area because that's yeah. it. that's his main habitat. Is of course the the desert, which I suppose is evidenced by their color palette as well. The kind of the sandy color. Yeah, I guess paralysis is an attack. Sort of makes sense in the desert. I was a bit. You paralyze someone, and the desert's going to kill him for you. I was more thinking it's the monsters that inhabit the desert. Um, this is obviously not not confirmed by the the the, the actual monsters in any way. Yeah, but um, if you think about it, like the desert monsters that are there are like your your cephadromes, uh, and they always like burrow underground. So I'm assuming, like for the cephalos and cephadromes, like if the the, the gendrome are hunting them. They have to paralyze them to keep them above, above the sand to actually get in, in amongst them. Mm. Yeah, the cephadrome can also paralyze as well, though. Really? Yeah, he does a jump back out of the ground that can paralyze you. Really? Yep. Did not know that. Hmm. Maybe it's just kind of a more. more... I can see. I can see. Definitely see what you mean, though. Like with all the monsters that inhabit the desert area, like you can definitely the Gendrome will use that as his best attack. Kind of a hunting tool. Yeah. yeah. I suppose it's kind of like the pack mentality as well. It's probably like the best sort of effect for them is like paralyzing and all the little ones just jump on whatever they try to hunt. Yeah, it makes sense. As they did to us. As they did to, well, not to all of us, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why yeah. I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're the other half of that ass. <laughs> as with all the drones, they do, they do seem to be able to like call the game, the, the game prey at will. Um, like they've got that kind of like guttural roar, roar they do, and that kind of summons more to the fight, and then uh, you get swarmed and paralysed and occasionally killed. I was actually yeah. surprised in our hunt there, like with the no armor, how much damage the little ones were doing. 
Like oh yeah, they basic they, attacks. They, they do have a decent, yeah. not massive damage, but a decent amount enough to kind of get you worried. Come up, it's I suppose that's like as I said, it's part of the fight is that the little ones will jump on you, and if you're not paying attention, that will eventually wear you down. And it means if they get hit by the big one, you might be kind of in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking that the the little ones are the attack essentially of the monster, they've got to be able to do some damage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, like we said earlier, he is basically just a dinosaur. Um, not quite a big, like bulky T-Rex like some of them, more of a, sort of a a large-ish velociraptor type one, especially with the pack thing. And he has a big crest on his head, which uh, I don't think we've ever actually proven that dinosaurs have crests. We just add them in the pictures because they look nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice little design the one, feature. Yeah, the one from Jurassic Park with the crest, there's no evidence in the fossils that it has that. The uh, designers just thought it looked nice. Well, they're not wrong. Really? It's a cool design feature. Oh, that's not one where there's one that had a hole like through its crest, and that's how it made its noise in Jurassic Park. Uh, I was thinking of the little one that spits the ah, fat guy. That's just completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it makes like, no sense that an animal would like kind of evolve that way. some of them, and they were pretty weird, though. Yeah. But yeah... <laughs> You're thinking about it, he is... Obviously, it's called Monster Hunter. But when it says monsters, you're not dealing with, like, Dracula or Frankenstein or even, like, a proper dragon or anything. They are... Like, they're beasts. They're natural animals in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say false advertising. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm raging, mate. I'm absolutely fucking raging. You're going to report them to the uh, Advertising <clears throat> Commission. Yeah, this is no mask guy all over again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's totally because he clearly wanted to name this podcast Animal Mash. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue a lot better. I do love the Animal Mash song. Oh. I think some of them are a bit more monster-like than the others, like, you know, Kezu and things like that are, you know, well, freakish. He is definitely a freak. <laughs> Obviously, like, as you like build up the game, they get more and more monstrous. But, like, it makes a point, like, very few of them are described as dragons. They're wyverns. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you get to the end game, you've got the ones that could, like, just wreck shit if they wanted to. They could end the world. And then you're like, oh, okay, these are the monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we end the world's a little extreme. But... Some of them are, like, Godzilla-sized. They could end civilization. Yeah, when you, especially when you're looking at the the villages. Like, there's just small villages in yeah. Boston, or, like, universe that's for, like, a shallow long like kind of turns up and just wrecks the place i guess if you consider things like gog threatening dondorma even though you know dondorma is a pretty big ass well-defended city i guess but it's still kind of relatively small most compared to like i wouldn't say it's like a full gone kind of city village so that is castle that's the difference that's the big sort of thematic point of the game is that it's all about nature and a very natural balance, and that's why they're, they're all designed to be fairly believable creatures until you get to the very, like, top levels. And I think that's what sets it apart from, like, a Final Fantasy or something with more traditional magic-y things. And that's what makes the monsters so interesting, is that they're, they've all got that little air of... You could actually imagine just, like, seeing one in yeah. the wild and studying it. I agree with that. They feel like they kind of fit into a larger ecology in that sense, whereas I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, you're, you're typical RPG monster you know you've got like zombies and 
bummies and slimes, you know, they're there. Whoa, 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 you're saying slimes aren't realistic, man. <laughs> yeah, like I bump into them all the time when I'm walking down the streets, you know. Yep. Yeah, they're called Tories. If you're a Tory, please don't even bother trying to rate us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have but given do do uh, do donate some of your money to our Patreon. Our <laughs> <laughs> Patreon? No. So uh, next week, the bare necessities of life will be coming to you as uh, we handle the Arzerus. And uh, if yeah. you've enjoyed this, you can rate and review us on iTunes or whatever format you're using to listen to us. And, you know, get in touch. Follow us on Twitter, at MonsterMashPod. Uh, please tweet at Andyman949 pictures of sweeping desert dunes. That's quite nice. Well, you know, I want to be nice to every now and then. We've played into a lot about this episode. Also tweet to him pictures bags of prawn crackers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Just the free ones, though. <laughs> <sighs> and thanks for listening. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Good start. Well, at least it was me, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh there's not, not scary at all. Are you? Not scared of. Get down here, Kendra. What are you playing at? Oh, for fuck's sake! Just gonna jump back up instead of the jump down. I was climbing up and it came down and it went back up again. Oh, I know it's backing back up again. I don't just as soon as I jump. What a wee prick. In retrospect, I think bringing up Rahas is meant to fight against a game drop is not. Not the greatest idea, no. <laughs> That's also a bad idea. <laughs> Jesus, you bombed that house. Well, you know, fight with fire, innit? <laughs> Tell you what, um, there's one. What is it you've ordered? Are you actually catchy saying? Eh, uh, Chinese. Oh, nice. Do you not want to eat it like it's warm? I've got it, like, sitting in the oven. That's right. Oh, I'm happy to like, take a quick break if you want to put Ah, oh, man, that's alright. I'd rather it's big. it takes 15 20 minutes anyway. Okay. Okay. What game of chicken did you get? I got uh, salt and pepper chicken. Uh, some rice. And. Uh, no rice, boy. Got uh, <laughs> prawn crackers, if it has any good Chinese food. Oh, yeah, naturally. What's this? Sweet. This is. They like a bag. Don't they normally give out bags? What, like, with their name on it? <laughs> no, like, I just thought prawn crackers tended to come in bags of several. Yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah. Three, he said, not three. Oh! Right. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, Andy, you really are on the vault tonight, aren't you? Yeah, they give me free prom, 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 Maybe they're like just giant sized prawn crackers, like well, that's why you want to feel them. Like poppadoms of prawn crackers. But that's what I think, I was wondering if there was like an equivalent of prawn crackers that is like large Yorkshire pudding. Well, they have their prawn crackers weird in Scotland, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like, you know, large Yorkshire puddings versus small ones, but 
you know, throw a cracker stuff in. That's not a thing! Make you set up now. But that, that, that's what I thought was he was referring to. If it was three, I thought, surely no one's going to just give out a bag of three fucking tiny ass crackers. That's pathetic. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that was a simply harrowing experience.